Hi, it's Julie at Love's Beginning. And the idea I have to talk about today is Stand Tall. I was given a song to go along with this. Um, <laughs> I'm forgetting the name. It might be Whatever Happens or it might be Stand Tall. It's from the Netflix show Julie and the Phantoms. Um, it'll come up either way you search for it and I'll put the link in the description, but this has been uh, like a series of songs from the show that have been given to me to bring me into a state of mind, to, to um, bring things up, to have them cleared out, to uh, to uplift, to kind of match the message or guide me to the next step of the message. So it's been fun having um, music serve that purpose. So the idea of Stand Tall, um, the first thing I was, my attention was drawn to is how the ego hurls insults. And um, if you think of like a medieval fair, like hurling rotten tomatoes or, you know, the ego hurls insults. If you watch your thought, if you step aside and you don't really think you're the one who's thinking that, just that these thoughts are arriving at your doorstep and they describe they could describe what you regard as you separate from others. They could describe others, but they're these descriptive thoughts. And um, it's helpful to see that acceptance of these thoughts is the same thing as accepting separation perception. And it's the same thing as accepting suffering. So for me, that was a big help to have that put right in front of me, to see that accepting these thoughts is accepting separation perception, is accepting suffering, that last part, accepting suffering. Because, you know, as humans, it can look like the humans are wandering around saying, why, why am I hurting? What, what is the cause of my suffering? And then the humans seem to find the specific things. Well, it's too much of this thing or not enough of that thing. And um, let me try to find a thing in the world that will fix this <laughs> um, this lack of balance amongst things. And, and then the thing from the world will fix the thing. But nothing from within the world can fix the suffering that we came here to have. <laughs> we came here to suffer. Maybe that could be a t-shirt. I came here to suffer. Um, there is a popular idea that I don't want to contradict. I want to instead notice it that as a reflection of probably something I'm still thinking, um, that I came here as, as um, God's greatest gift and not in the true sense, in the sense of being better than somebody else. I came here to, um, you know, as a star seed or as, as something to save the planet because these other idiots can't do it yet. No, <laughs> um, not that. It's not in a separate sense did I come here. It, it was an oops. I, I came here for the suffering. That would be my t-shirt. But when we wake up, we realize, oh, we can withdraw from the suffering. We can stop accepting these thoughts from the ego, these insults that are hurled. doesn't matter who or what they're hurled about. <laughs> um, we can stop accepting them as our thoughts. We can stop accepting them as true. That is our power. It's not really anything we can seem to do or not do in the world. Um, no sainthood for avoiding temptation or no, no sainthood for accomplishing things. It's thought, <laughs> thought, thought causes experience. So the, the invitation to keep my focus there is 
so, so strong. And as our willingness um, grows deeper and uh, more prevalent in our experience, that that invitation seems to get bigger and bigger. Um, the other thing that was brought up to me is instead of focusing upon behavior, upon starting behaviors or stopping behaviors, to focus upon the thought. Very simple, nothing new. It just goes a level deeper. Just the very idea that could, because I, I fall for it again and again. If I control this behavior, then I will feel that I have done or not done this or that. Then I will feel okay. Then I, then I can be happy. All these conditions put in place for happiness based upon the perception of the behavior of a human. And wow, it's my <laughs> attention taken away from that. And my ability, um, my perceived ability to analyze just evaporated. I, I am not capable of analyzing the behavior of a human um, in the perceived present, past, or likely future. I'm not capable. But the one thing I am capable of, knowing how I feel, forget all the, the everybody else's, knowing how I feel tells me where my focus is. Am I focusing upon the false or the true? False focus hurts. True focus eases, helps, assists, flows. So I always say, thank goodness it's simple. And it is simple. And um, that's just the, the continuing prompt I get. Not the behavior, not your behavior, not somebody else's behavior. And think about how much time, if I think about how much time I have spent in this perceived lifetime, analyzing the behavior of a human or groups of humans. That's a lot of clock time. And now I get to retire. So that's, that's nice. That was, that was a lot of work. Um, okay. So the other thing that was brought up is about the idea of rewards. Um, the ego holds out the idea of these things in the future that will be our rewards for efforting and attaining and achieving. And um, so you go after that reward, whether it's something little like a candy bar or huge, like, like a fortune. Um, I get set on the path of these rewards. If I believe the thoughts from ego about the purpose of this physical experience. Um, so the rewards that specific things in the world can seem to give what's really been brought home to me is nothing at all. They are nothing. <laughs> they look like something. They are nothing. Where is the happiness? The happiness is in the present moment. What is the happiness attached to? Nothing <laughs> or, you know, the oneness of us. It is, it is the oneness of us. So I didn't think it would be possible to have this message brought to me so strongly or to, to be able to see it as quickly as I can now, but it with focus and, and willingness, it does become more apparent and easier to get there, there in the sense of realizing how useless it is to try to seek a reward. Uh, I 
I still do, you know, I still do. And I can notice and I can notice how I feel. And then that'll be the next opportunity to let go of uh, what I don't need, you know, like a word of dessert or something like that. Something small, even the small things can teach us. Um, uh, the other thing that got brought up was the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. <laughs> if you look at your thoughts all through the day and you look at all of the shoulds and all of the shouldn'ts, it doesn't matter who they're for, but it's funny to see um, how you distribute them <laughs> amongst everybody. You get some, you get some, you get some, you get some, the government gets some, my family gets some, I get some. It, this whole list of shoulds and shouldn'ts. What would it be like if we didn't have all these shoulds and shouldn'ts. If we just sit there for a minute, where would we be in the absence of all these shoulds and shouldn'ts? It it would get quiet. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be very busy. So uh, it was recommended to me every time I feel the contraction of a should or shouldn't. Uh, that that tightness, that resistance, um, then that's the opportunity because every time I feel it, it means I'm I'm standing on the shore and something. If I let the waves come in and out, something can be washed away if I allow it. So even that negative experience of feeling the contract contractedness of the perceived should or shouldn't. The drivers shouldn't drive that way. I just experienced that yesterday. I felt like people on the road were just going crazy around me. And so my should in, in that situation was they should just be normal, whatever normal is. Why are they driving alongside me like that, like multiple times? And so I had a should and a shouldn't. Um, and that was my opportunity to have the perception washed away. Um, we ego will come up with, well, if you don't have the should or shouldn't, what controls or orders your life? Ego will say you need these thoughts to control and order your life. And I love finding out what it's like when you don't depend on them <laughs> to control and order your life. It's it's nice. It's very nice and, and fun. And <laughs> I recommend trying it. Um, so what gets washed away? Because all of these shoulds and shouldn'ts um, at their root are based on the sense of unworthiness. And if we're feeling that contractedness of any should or shouldn't, we're allowing the thoughts of unworthiness to run our days. And that's not a fun or happy day. We're allowing the thoughts of unworthiness to run, uh, to run the world that we're observing. So if I think of all the problems I seem to see out there in the world and they, they seem to not have anything to do with me, actually the contractedness of my shoulds and, and shouldn'ts, um, the contractedness of the sense of worthiness that I'm still holding on to projected out, that's the world I experience. That's the world I see. It's, a, it's all connected and there's no blame anywhere in there. It's just understanding how it works, understanding how important thought is in that, in that process and understanding how to let go. It's the only thing that needs to be done is a letting go because what is, what can run everything, what is true, what is the happiness 
is. It can't be touched. It can't be harmed. It doesn't have to be brought into being. It just is. There, there's nothing simpler than that. So the only thing to be done is to allow the washing away of the, the wrong-minded perception. So in um, connection with this song, because when I was watching the video, I was thinking, well, who or what is supposed to be standing tall? I could I could hear in the lyrics how there were messages from spirit and how, how it was very uplifting. But I was asking that and I got told that which stands tall is that which never changes. And if you identify with and as that, and you recognize that identity as the primary address of all who seem to be other in this drama, then you'll never accept ego's paltry offerings of unworthiness. And as they seem to come toward you during the day as an offering, as a thought that occurs to you, it becomes very, very clear that you don't need it, you don't want it, it doesn't mean anything, and, and it has no value. So, hello. You give me a minute. I'm okay. <laughs> My daughter just came in the room. And actually, I just finished what I wanted to say. So wishing you well. And thanks for being here.